This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the House passes a spending package to keep the government open, but will it give Congress enough time? VA and the Pentagon are ready to start dishing out coronavirus vaccines. And the FAR Council is now implementing a new rule regarding reverse auctions. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The House easily passed a one-week continuing resolution that will keep the government open through December 18th. The bill passed with a 343 to 67 vote. The Senate is expected to take up the CR before the week ends. The measure buys members of Congress more time to negotiate the terms of an omnibus spending package for the rest of 2021. House appropriators say they're confident Congress will return next week with a catch-all deal, but another short-term continuing resolution is also possible. A bipartisan bill that would make federal court records free to the public gains momentum in the Senate. Senators Rob Portman and Ron Wyden introduced the Open Courts Act a day after the House passed its version of the bill. The bill would require the federal court system to overhaul its online record system called PACER and eliminate its paywall. PACER collects $146 million a year in user fees, but Wyden and Portman say that far exceeds the cost of operating the site. New legislation on green buildings and sustainability could be on the way. Representatives Kathy Castor and Peter Welch on the House Committee on Energy and Commerce say there's bipartisan support for proposals to reduce building carbon emissions and incentivize green jobs. They say both can stimulate the economy, but public-private partnerships will be key to making it happen. And they say it's on the federal government to make weatherization guidelines and building codes more consistent so that more communities can take advantage of sustainability incentives. The Veterans Affairs Department is ready for the first COVID-19 vaccine. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. 37 VA facilities are equipped to handle the Pfizer vaccine today, but the department is hopeful another 36 facilities will soon have the equipment they need to store it. VA says it ordered 73,000 doses of the Pfizer vaccine. Richard Stone is in charge of the Veterans Health Administration. It is not an adequate amount, and this will be a long process uh, for us to reach all 7 million veterans who we believe will want uh, vaccination from us, as well as all 400,000 employees of the agency. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. COVID-19 vaccine approval is likely to come this week, and the Defense Department is preparing a pilot program to test its distribution. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. As soon as emergency authorization is granted, the military plans to start giving 44,000 people the coronavirus vaccine within 24 to 48 hours. The military will distribute the vaccine to 16 locations around the world. Most of those getting the shot will be healthcare workers, though some nuclear operators, cyber workers, and senior leaders may also get the vaccine. The 44,000 people only get the first dosage of the two-shot vaccine, and only about 8% of the DoD healthcare population will be getting the shot during the limited first round. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Next year, the Air Force's Innovation Hub will announce three open topics for small businesses to work on throughout the year. Those topics will be challenges that address areas of importance for the Air Force or Space Force. The first open call will go from mid-January to mid-February. The others will open in May and September and close after 30 days. The open topic periods allow companies to protect their intellectual property while establishing themselves within the government realm. 
The Navy is moving back to a centralized approach for its spending on cloud computing. More from Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. Under a new memo leaders issued this week, all spending on cloud services will be overseen by PEO Digital. That program executive office has set up an internal web portal called the Naval Digital Marketplace that the Navy Department will use to provision and monitor all of its cloud consumption. It's part of a broader cloud policy the department issued this week, and it's a change from just two years ago when leaders said they wanted to decentralize their cloud acquisitions. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. The Pentagon is offering up yet another winner-take-all IT contract worth billions of dollars. The Defense Information System Agency has just released its final solicitation for defense enclave services. DISA plans to use the contract to consolidate the IT networks of defense organizations outside the military services. The single award contract is estimated to be worth $11.2 billion over 10 years, but DISA wants 25% of that amount to be subcontracted to small businesses. Five years after the Office of Federal Procurement Policy issued guidance on reverse auctions, the Federal Acquisition Regulations Council is finally implementing it. The council issued a proposed rule earlier this week detailing a new subpart that includes a provision, two new clauses, and makes seven amendments to the FAR. Among the things included in the subpart are identifying when reverse auctions shall not be used and providing guidance when only one offer is received in response to a reverse auction. Comments on the proposal are due in early February. The Census Bureau is giving agencies the tools they need to launch data sprints on their own. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman explains. The Census Opportunity Project for the past five years has led 12-week data sprints between agencies and industry. But now Census is giving other agencies a shot at leading this work through an open-source toolkit it's calling TopX. The project's director, Drew Zachary, says the toolkit is inspired by some agencies already launching their own data projects. The idea with this new TopX toolkit is that agencies will be able to be more in the driver's seat and require less facilitation from the Census Bureau team. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. Two unions representing employees of the Social Security Administration say they have no confidence in SSA's top two leaders. The American Federation of Government Employees and the Association of Administrative Law Judges held no confidence votes. 57% of the AFGE bargaining unit representing SSA customer service representatives say they're not happy with how the agency reinstated telework in the early days of the pandemic. 84% say SSA Commissioner Andrew Saul is not setting clear expectations for the return to office. The Association of Administrative Law Judges conducted a similar survey of its employees. And the new federal chief information officer moved into their office. Here's Federal News Network's Jason Miller with details. Basil Parker assumed his new role as federal CIO on Monday. President Donald Trump signed off on Parker's appointment on Friday after announcing his selection in mid-November. Parker comes over to the Office of Management and Budget from the Office of Personnel Management, where he was chief of staff. He worked at OPM since 2018. Parker replaces Suzette Kent, who left the role in July after more than two years. Parker likely will be in the federal CIO role only until President-elect Joe Biden is inaugurated. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. only get groceries delivered through Instacart? Actually, you can shop over 900 stores, including Best Buy, Kroger, Sephora, Safeway, Bed Bath & Beyond, Dick's Sporting Goods, and more with fast delivery today. And with Klarna, you'll have more time to pay. 
So if you need a beret, a fillet, or stuff to play croquet while listening to reggae down by the bay with a divorcee and a toupee, Instacart and Klarna is a better way to shop. Man, I lost it. Download the Instacart app and start shopping. Terms apply. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.